0: Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Today's episode, we've got top 20 hitters and top 10 pitchers so far this season, with a few honorable mentions for both. i uh, are going to dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, uh, matchups, and DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday. Uh, but first... Let's take a look at uh, a few takeaways from Monday's games, and we'll start. uh, The Milwaukee Brewers get uh, outfielder Lorenzo Cain back in the lineup. He hit a home run uh, in a 4-3 loss at Philadelphia, and uh, not that Cain is a superstar, uh, but uh, certainly valuable enough to use uh, for fantasy purposes. He might be able to get you a few stolen bases. Um, He he sat out most of last season, uh, so we don't really know, uh, I guess, what his his current uh, contribution can be, Uh, but uh, I think... Uh, he's well worth a shot uh, if you need to, to add somebody to your outfield. Uh, Philadelphia, starting pitcher Vince Velasquez. Uh, he, he won against Milwaukee, went six innings, he had four hits, two walks, one earned run, struck out six. Uh, better performance than I might have expected out of Velasquez. Uh, certainly the, uh, the uh, six strikeouts is, is not a huge surprise. He, he can miss bats, uh, but he also uh, tends to have high walks and uh, and, and can get touched up. Uh, but he did not uh, against Milwaukee on on Monday. Uh, Minnesota first baseman Alex Kirilov continues uh, to roll. He did not hit a home run, uh, but was two for four with a pair of doubles, uh, scored three runs, and had an RBI. Uh, and uh, in a six five win against Texas, uh, Minnesota also got uh, second baseman Jorge Polanco uh, back uh, in the lineup. Polanco went two for three, scored a run, had a couple of RBIs, uh, and I guess the, the positive sign here for Minnesota was that Kentameda. Uh, managed to survive. Uh, he went five and a third innings, gave up two hits, two walks, no runs, struck out eight. Uh, certainly the uh, best performance for Mada early this season. He's had a really rough ride uh, so far and was due for some better results, uh, and uh, he managed to put, put something uh, better on the board. Now, a f- five and a third scoreless innings is not uh, uh, not a prime say young candidate the way Mada was pitching last year, but uh, definitely a step in the right direction. Uh, St. Louis center fielder Harrison Bader uh, was had a home run and a 6-5 win against the Mets. Uh, Bader uh, has uh, kind of returned to action here and is uh, adding a little bit of pop to the uh, to the St. Louis lineup. I'm not sure how uh, how much I would expect over the long haul, but uh, right now he, he's got a little bit of uh, juice in his bat. Uh, Kansas City, uh, we talked yesterday about uh, Daniel Lynch making his first start. Uh, it was not a resounding success, uh, also not a, a disaster either. Went four and two-thirds, uh, gave up four hits, four walks, uh, three earned runs, struck out three in an 8-6 loss to Cleveland. Uh, certainly four walks and four and two-thirds innings. That's uh, that's an issue. Uh, and But uh, I also think that, you know, you, you would look at that line and say, yeah, let's see what else he can do uh, the next time around. Uh, there's nothing there that uh, that looks uh, that troubling uh, that you wouldn't want to see more of Daniel Lynch, You know a left-hander who's going to throw uh, up around 100 miles an hour. Uh, probably worth uh, seeing that a few more times. Uh, Kansas City, uh Ends up losing that game 8-6, and Cleveland got home runs from friend Mel Reyes, which is kind of to be expected, good power source, uh, and Josh Naylor, uh, who is off to a pretty slow start, but that was his first home run of the year. Uh, Angels, DH Shohei Otani was 2-4, for four, had a home run, two RBIs, and a 7-3 loss to Tampa Bay. Uh, Otani has nine home runs, nine fifty nine OPS uh, on the season. He's uh, He's been uh, uh, as good as advertised, and we'll get to him more when we talk about the top 20 hitters. Uh, Oakland center fielder Ramon Laureano, uh, was two for four, home run, two RBIs and a five-four win against Toronto. Uh, Loriano, his OPS up to seven ninety-four in the season. He's got six home runs, got eight stolen bases, uh, a lot of value there. Uh, even as his his batting average is still kind of work in progress, not as bad as it was last season, but uh, it was better uh, in twenty nineteen. Uh, Baltimore center fielder Cedric Mullins uh, was three for five, had a couple of RBIs and a five-three win at Seattle. Uh, Mullins uh, has really been hitting his OPS and now up to nine forty-two. Uh, well worth a look if uh, if you need some outfield help. Uh, the Padres uh, in in the two nothing win against Pittsburgh, uh, uh, some some kind of a pitcher's duel. Uh, Miguel Diaz uh, got the start for San Diego, went three innings uh, as the opener, uh, three innings, fifty pitches, uh, gave up one hit, two walks, no runs, struck out three, uh, and then turned it over to a, a cast of characters out of the San Diego bullpen, who all managed to uh, shut down the Pirates. Uh, Mark Melanson finished it off. Uh, picking up his 10th save uh, in that game. Uh, for Pittsburgh, Tyler Anderson uh, had a, a quality start, uh, but you know he managed to give up runs, and, and that was enough to uh, end up on the wrong side of the ledger there. Um, but uh, and really, I can't really give you huge value on Miguel Diaz, and we're not going to recommend guys who are getting three-inning starts. Uh, but Anderson, as uh, a guy who has been you know, kind of pitching five, five and a third innings uh, through, through his early action this season, uh, looked pretty good uh, against a formidable lineup. And, and so I'd uh, certainly keep him on your radar uh, as potential fantasy value because, you know, uh, you know, I mean, the wins aren't going to come easily uh, in Pittsburgh, that's for sure. Uh, but through six starts, Anderson's got a 3.24 ERA, a 1.14 whip, uh, 31 strikeouts in 33 and third innings. All that will play uh, in most cases. Have you guys heard about sports trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. This is amazing. Sports Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's kind of like Robin Hood for Fantasy Sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. Finally, fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. They just added the baseball to the platform. So check it out today. Making money with sports trade is simple. Player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points they score, the higher their value goes. Two, supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, you can either pick that penny stock and a rookie with huge upside, or grab a blue chip vet who's always a solid performer. Instantly, buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then, watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. This episode is also brought to you by 1010 capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings, designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into her life available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight. And it's fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. The ring from Platt Boutique is amazing. It's so simple and clean, but the vintage details are just incredible. It's a perfect little ring, so timeless it would make a perfect gift. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring that she'll treasure forever... You're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. So let's get into the top 20 hitters and top 10 pitchers so far uh, this season in Major League Baseball. Uh, We'll start off uh, with the hitters and a few honorable mentions, guys who don't quite crack uh, the top 20. Uh, We've got Washington National shortstop Trey Turner, uh, Texas Rangers second baseman Nick Solak, uh, San Diego Padres shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr., Texas Rangers shortstop Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, uh, and Boston Red Sox, third baseman Rafael Devers. Uh, I think Turner, Tatis Jr., and Devers are uh, pretty standard uh, players to be up that high. Uh, Solak and Kiner Falefa uh, may be a little bit of a surprise uh, at this point. So number 20 uh, is Jared Walsh. Talked about him the other day, how I <laughs> have to take a miss uh, on Jared Walsh uh, coming into this season because I, I didn't uh, anticipate him kind of continuing where he was last year. Uh, but he has six home runs, 21 RBIs, 14 runs scored, hitting .348, uh, and and now he's getting uh, regular reps in uh, in right field uh, because the uh, the Angels have a bunch of injuries and uh, had to slide Walsh out from first base. Um, but that also means he gives you first base and outfield eligibility, too. At number 19, Ramon Laureano, uh, the Oakland A's. Talked about him in the first segment. His six home runs, 14 RBIs, 17 runs scored, eight stolen bases. He's still only hitting .243, uh, but... If that average could climb a little bit, uh, the the value would uh, continue to go up for uh, Ramon Laureano because of the power and the speed. Uh, those are uh, difference makers right there. Number 18, Colorado uh, Rockies third baseman Ryan McMahon uh, has eight home runs, 20 RBIs, 18 runs scored. He's stolen a base, hitting 274, uh, and really getting regular playing time in Colorado. Uh, it works. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, McMahon is uh, delivering solid uh, numbers. I, I don't think... You, necessarily expect that he'll he'll continue and end up uh, on you know a 40 home run uh, 100 rbi pace but maybe maybe he will Uh, at the very least uh, he's giving some value in the first month of the season Um, number 17 uh, Texas Rangers first baseman Nate Lowe another guy who uh, is definitely giving value now I'm not sure I want to bank on it for the rest of the season uh, but uh, Lowe has six home runs 24 rbis 13 runs scored four stolen bases there's a bit of a surprise there and a 277 batting average Uh, and we've talked multiple times so far this year about uh, Lowe giving the Rangers uh, kind of exactly what they uh, uh, expected uh, when they got him from Tampa Bay. He brought some uh, power to first base and sometimes DH, uh, but I don't know that I I want to kind of bank on those numbers lasting uh, over the long haul, certainly not whether or not Nate Lowe is going to have 130 or 140 RBIs, uh, that that becomes uh, a dicey proposition. Number 16, uh, Toronto Blue Jays shortstop, Bo Bichette, uh, has seven home runs, 17 RBIs, 21 runs scored, uh, has stolen three bases, he's hitting only 266, and now the interesting thing here about Bichette is he's putting up massive numbers uh, at home, and I say home in quotes because obviously the Blue Jays are playing at their spring training home in Dunedin, uh, and his, his road numbers really aren't, aren't that good at all. Uh, and so um, be kind of wary about what this is going to mean uh, over the long haul. Like, is he just benefiting from uh, from home games in a minor league park? Maybe. Uh, or maybe are we just talking about a small sample and, and it really doesn't have any uh, great effect on, on Bichette long term? Not sure. Um, but I, I, I would be a little bit wary uh, of his numbers given how... how big the splits are between his home performance and road performance uh number 15 seattle's mitch hanniger uh, has eight home runs 23 rbis 20 runs scored hitting 268 uh, now hanniger this is he's sliding down uh the list because he got off to a really great start uh but nevertheless he's he's been a really productive player and the mariners like to hit him right at the top of the lineup so uh extra value uh there number 14 uh, cincinnati's jesse winker uh, now, I've talked about Winker already as a, as a sell-high uh, candidate, uh, which hurts me because I also have Winker on a few of my teams, uh, but uh, you can't complain about what he's done so far hitting at the top of the Reds lineup. Missed a few games. He still has six home runs, 16 RBIs, 20 runs scored, hitting 365. Uh, and I think uh, the, the power numbers you can kind of expect, uh, they're, they're consistent with... Uh, with what we saw from Winker prior to this season, uh, but we, we do not have a track record of him hitting 365. Uh, and so you, you know that number is coming down. Uh, number 13, uh, uh, Los Angeles uh, third baseman, Justin Turner, uh, has six home runs, 21 RBIs, 19 runs scored, hitting 337. Uh, and now Turner, the fact that he has a, a good betting average is not a surprise. That's one of his strengths uh, in relative terms in fantasy. Uh, the question is whether he delivers kind of the power numbers to go along with it, and so far he has, uh, but we'll, we'll see kind of where that is over the long term. I would look at guys like Turner and Winker and Haniger. probably think that, uh, you know, there's some value uh, if you want to sell them now, uh, because uh, the, their uh, production is probably not going to continue at this same level. Uh, number 12, uh, Chicago Cubs shortstop Javi Baez. Now, Baez is only hitting two forty-five, but he has seven home runs, 22 RBIs, six stolen bases, uh, 15 runs scored and you can get you can kind of live with that batting average if uh, if all the other numbers are there right and uh, and uh, we talked about early in the season uh, is that uh, with the decline in batting average uh, around major League baseball suddenly that 245 batting average isn't uh, isn't disastrous no it's not great it uh, it's not <laughs> it's not like it's a real asset for you but uh, it's not dragging down uh, the league average so uh, you can you can kind of live with uh, that 245 average you, you would hope that it gets gets higher but uh, if, if Baez finishes the season hitting 245 but gives you the rest of those numbers prorated the rest of the way uh, that's a lot of value. Uh, and number 11 uh cleveland's third baseman jose ramirez Uh, we talked about ramirez not so long ago as a good buy low option while he's starting to heat up um has eight home runs 17 rbis 18 runs scored four stolen bases hitting 281 uh and with his track record uh there's no reason uh to expect that ramirez is is going to slow down he is uh, likely uh going to end up in the top 10 uh before long and and should finish there uh coming into the season, uh, he would have been worthy of a first round pick. Uh, and I don't haven't seen anything yet to suggest that he uh, won't warrant that selection uh, as we move on. Uh, number 10, uh, we've got uh, Whit Merrifield, uh, Kansas City Royals, got second base and outfield eligibility, uh, has four home runs, 21 RBIs, uh, 18 runs scored, and 08 stolen bases uh, to go with a 269 batting average. Now, Again, the 269 average is nothing special, but eight stolen bases sure is. Uh, and so, if Merrifield uh, is going to give you those kinds of uh, steal numbers, uh, th- that makes him a difference maker uh, all alone al- already. Uh, and number nine, uh, Minnesota DH Nelson Cruz, eight home runs, 21 RBIs, 20 runs scored, 318. This is all uh, exactly what we expect from Nelson Cruz. And and there will come a time when uh, age catches up to him and uh, and the decline phase hits, but apparently it's not happening yet. Uh, so. Uh, Nelson Cruz gives you power and he still hits for average too uh, number 8 Vlad Guerrero Jr Blue uh, Jays first baseman uh, is on a roll right now has 7 home runs 20 RBIs 19 runs scored he's managed to steal a base and has a three fifty-six batting average uh, and although all those numbers are, are if you prorate them the rest of the way it, it might be kind of a too good to be true season uh, for Vlad Guerrero uh, but what we're seeing out of him is basically what was he was hyped to be uh, coming out of the minors, you know, he, he terrorized, uh, double A AA and triple A pitching. And, and so he was supposed to arrive in the, in the major leagues and just be ready to destroy. And he wasn't. And, and, and then maybe he wasn't in, in the best shape. Uh, and then, you know, so his first couple of, uh, tours through the, the major leagues, uh, were underwhelming and, and they weren't awful, but they were underwhelming for a guy who had sky high expectations. Well, it looks like this season, uh, Vlad- Vladimir Guerrero jr. is, uh, Set on on reaching those expectations, and you know he's still only 22 years old. So if he if he ends up having a a a huge offensive season in, in his top 10 fantasy hitter uh, as a 22 year old, uh, get ready for the next decade. Uh, at number seven, we've got angel center fielder Mike Trout, uh, who has seven home runs, 16 RBIs, 20 runs scored, hitting 410 uh, He has no stolen bases, and uh, we talked about this before. Uh, Trout's uh, I don't know refusal to steal, uh, lack of interest in stealing. Uh, that does put a, a tiny uh, limit on, on what his uh, fantasy value can be. At the same time, what are we going to complain about? The guy's hitting four ten, uh, And so the, there's still a ton of value to be had, just there would be more if he would uh, run. Uh, at number six, Chris Bryant. Uh, what a bounce-back season after a, a really tough uh, 2020. The Cubs' third baseman has nine home runs, 22 RBIs, 21 runs scored, hitting 323, uh, and, you know, giving... Uh, giving those numbers in, is, is not completely out of the blue. Uh, Bryant obviously had some really productive seasons uh, before 2020, uh, but to, to have bounced back this quickly from uh, a 2020 season that was a, practically a disaster, uh, that's a really positive sign. Number five, uh, Twins center fielder Byron Buxton has eight home runs, 15 RBI, 17 runs scored, four stolen bases, hitting 392. Uh, and Buxton, the whole issue with him is whether he stays healthy, uh, and we've sort of known that <laughs> throughout his career, uh, but uh, if, if he does stay healthy, he has a chance to be a twenty twenty guy, maybe 25-25, uh, and the fact that he's hitting 392 is, you know, that that takes this value up a, a whole other level. Uh, at number four, Cincinnati Reds right fielder Nick Castellanos uh, has nine home runs, 20 RBIs, 22 runs scored. He's managed to steal a base, also hitting 330, uh, and the home runs, RBIs, batting average, the uh, those are areas that you expect Castellanos to uh, to put up big numbers for you, and, and he is. Uh, number three, uh, the Angels' DH Shohei Otani uh, has nine home runs, 22 RBIs, 20 runs scored, and oh, six stolen bases. Uh, he stole three over the weekend, and now he's only hitting .272. Uh, but if you prorate uh, the rest of those numbers, uh, you're looking at uh, a, a silly offensive season from Shohei Otani, uh, especially when you consider he's also a pitcher. Uh, so, yeah, a pretty great uh to, to be getting, I guess the uh, the promised version of Shohei Ohtani. Uh, if you kind of go back a couple of years, uh, you would you'd be looking at oh Vlad- Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the the most hyped uh, player in the minors, and Shohei Ohtani, uh, super hyped uh, coming over from uh, from Japan. And maybe it's taken a little time to to get the payoff, uh, but it's certainly early going in this season. Uh, they look like they're. Uh, living up to those expectations. Uh, number two, uh, Red Sox DHJD Martinez. has nine home runs, 26 RBIs, 21 r- runs scored, and hitting three forty-six. Another player who didn't have a great 2020, uh, but seems to be bouncing back in a big way uh, this year. And our number one hitter so far this season, even though he's currently in a slump, uh, is Braves right fielder Ronald Acuna Jr., has nine home runs, 20 RBIs, 26 runs scored, has stolen three bases, hitting .333. Uh, Acuna Jr. can do it all. Uh, Would have been a very high pick in in fantasy and is living up to that. But as I said, uh, he is in a bit of a slump right now. Um, Missed a a handful of games uh, earlier in the season and and since coming back has not been hitting uh, at quite the same rate. Uh, But uh, he's definitely, uh, he he had earned himself a a bit of leeway uh, with his performance there. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is now in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, National Basketball Association, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. For the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any kind of vehicle. And rockauto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and really easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. Same for pros. And do-it-yourselfers, why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on, and they're how'd you hear about us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, so now we're going to take a look at the top ten pitchers uh, so far in fantasy baseball and. Go with a few honorable mentions first, and Kansas City's Danny Duffy uh, is one. That's a bit of a surprise, I would say. He he really hasn't been uh, a high-end pitcher uh, for the past few years, but he's given you some nice value uh, if you grabbed him up uh, on waivers early in this season. Uh, John Means, the Baltimore Orioles, uh, uh, was really good in 2019, a little... A little more questionable in 2020, but uh, not too bad, and, and he's off to a decent start this season. Uh, Julio Urias so of the Dodgers seems like he's been around forever. He's like 24, 25 years old, um, and uh, is getting a regular turn in the rotation, and, and you know living up to uh, all the expectations. Uh, Joe Musgrove, uh, who have moved over to uh, San Diego from Pittsburgh, and uh, expectations obviously raised when you go from uh, a last place team to a World Series contender, and. Uh, and Musgrove has uh, risen to the challenge so far. Uh, and Brandon Woodruff of uh, the Milwaukee Brewers uh, is also, uh, he's, he's been kind of the ace of the staff for the past couple years, although uh, he, he's been challenged now for that top spot. But that's, uh, uh, I guess, a uh, benefit uh, more than a detriment to, uh, uh, to the Milwaukee rotation, that they have more than one ace caliber starter now. Uh, so now let's move into the top 10. Uh, and we'll start with San Diego's U Darvish. Uh, who is three and one, two point one three ERA, zero point eight nine whip, forty nine strikeouts in thirty eight innings? Uh, you know the the Padres. They brought in several pitchers here that, that with expectations that uh, that that would uh, vault them into being contenders. And uh, Darvish is the one who gets the the kind of first off spot at the top of the rotation, uh, and he's living up to those expectations. Uh, number nine, Clayton Kershaw, somebody who knows about expectations. Uh, he he may not be. You know the uh, Cy Young contender the way he always is, but uh, there's a lot to like about Kershaw still. I mean, he's going to win a bunch of games for the Dodgers. He's four and two, has a 2.10 ERA, 0.91 WHIP, has struck out 39 in 38 and two thirds innings. And this is, you know, the the way baseball has gone over the course of Kershaw's career uh, is that now as the the very best pitchers uh, just striking out a batter per inning is not really, you know, and noteworthy in any way. Uh, so Kershaw is sort of at the lower end. Uh, of strikeout rates uh, with 39 and 38 and two-thirds innings. But uh, otherwise, his uh, his numbers are still pretty great. Uh, number eight uh, is the Angels Shohei Otani. Now, he, he hasn't pitched a, a lot. He's only gone 13 and two-thirds innings, but uh, has a 3.29 ERA, 1.39 whip, but he has 23 strikeouts uh, in 13 and two-thirds. So uh, there's a lot of value in Otani when he pitches. Uh, but uh, there I, I think there's a real risk uh, to kind of committing yourself to Shohei Otani in a, in a prime time spot in your rotation. Uh, so I, I kind of count uh, whatever he, he delivers as a pitcher is a bit more of a bonus uh, because I feel like the the offense is a much safer uh, side to take with him. Uh, number seven, uh, Corbin Burns, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. This is the other guy who's battling Woodruff uh, at the top of the rotation and now Burns is on the injured list and keep your fingers crossed that it's uh, not going to be a, a long-term thing. Uh, but he, he was almost like a cheat code early in the season, he has a 1.55 ERA, 0.53 whip, which is ridiculous, uh, and has 49 strikeouts and 29 in the third innings. Uh, that's, you know, this this is, he, he uh, Burns kind of had his breakthrough last season, uh, and there was some question, I guess, coming into this season whether he would uh, be able to follow that up, and not only has he followed it up, he's even better. Uh, and so now, the fact that he's on the injured list, that's obviously a big loss, but uh, hope uh, that he's able to come back and continue because uh, he he was looking like something special. Uh, number six, Cleveland Shane Bieber, who was the best pitcher in baseball last season. Uh, Bieber's three and two has a two point seven six ERA, which is a touch high for you know the the lofty heights here. The two point seven six ERA is totally fine uh, as as the ace of your fantasy staff, but when we're talking the absolute very best pitchers, two point seven six is a little high. Zero point nine nine WHIP, uh, but he also has sixty eight strikeouts in forty two and a third innings. There's um, you know, he, he's still uh, pretty special, uh, even if he's not necessarily the number one guy. Uh, number five, now here's a surprise, is White Sox lefty Carlos Rodon. You know, Rodon, coming back from Tommy John surgery, the, the expectation, at least mine, was that he, he might make it as a kind of mid-rotation starter. That's kind of the level he was at before, uh, a guy who had an ERA around four and uh might win you a dozen games over a full season, and and that would be fine. You know, there's 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 a lot of money to be made as a pitcher who can uh, uh, do that over a full major league season. Uh, but you know, what we're getting here out of Rodon is is different. Uh, he's he's added velocity. Uh, he's up about three and a half miles per hour on his fastball uh, compared to what it was in 2019, uh, and. So far this season, 4-0, 0.72 ERA, 0.64 whip, 36 strikeouts in 25 innings. I mean, uh, this is, uh, you know, now Carlos Rodon looks like he's special. And, and you don't want to read too much into, you know, a handful of starts. Uh, but uh, obviously very encouraging uh, given what he's done. And now if I have Carlos Rodon on uh, on a team, I might consider uh, shopping him for trade. Just because, you know, we've seen uh, what his previous track record is and, you uh, you don't necessarily uh, expect that he's going to be, you know, the very best pitcher in baseball uh, or in that discussion uh, by season's end either. Uh, Number four, uh, Trevor Bauer. Uh, The move to the Dodgers has not uh, uh, hampered him uh, in any way. He's three and one, has a 2.4 ADRA, 0.68 whip, which is really great. 51 strikeouts in 40 innings. Uh, You know, Bauer, I guess there would be some suspicion uh, about uh, what he's doing with baseballs, as, as Major League Baseball took, took some of his out of action for investigation. And you know, given his uh, past comments and, and reputation, uh, you you know that there's there may be something going on. Uh, but if he's not the only one doing it, then he's probably not going to get punished for it. So uh, the the results, uh, he he sort of set a new bar for expectations of what what he can do uh, last season and and is sort of still in line with, uh, with that greatness, uh, right now. Uh, number three, Tyler Glasner, uh, Tampa Bay Rays, uh, has, uh, really just continued his, uh, ascent, uh, in Tampa Bay. He's four and one has a 2.06 ERA, 0.87 whip, 64 strikeouts and 43 and two thirds, uh, looks every bit, uh, like a, a, not just a, a staff ace, but like one of the top, uh, aces in baseball. Uh, number two, uh, Jacob deGrom, and, and what are we doing with Jacob deGrom at two, uh, but we're talking fantasy value here, and so the fact that he's two and two, uh, you know, there is a bit of a, and, and this is not a new thing for Jacob deGrom, he, he doesn't always win, and that's not, not all on him for sure, um, uh, but he has a 0.51 ERA, a 0.57 whip, has 59 strikeouts in 35 innings, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. There's there's not much way to describe uh, what Degrom is doing, uh, and and given his track record as, as being the top pitcher in baseball over the past you know three or four years, you feel pretty comfortable that you know yes he's not going to have an ERA and a WHIP under .6 for the entire season, but if there's anybody who, who's likely to to have the best ERA and best WHIP in baseball, like he, he's the the betting favorite for sure. And now the number one uh, fantasy pitcher so far this season is the Yankees Garrett Cole. Cole's 4-1, has a 1.43 ERA, 0.72 whip, 62 strikeouts in 37 and two-thirds. Now he's pitched more than DeGrom, and De- Degrom starting uh, today, uh, and so if uh, Degrom start uh, could could flip those results uh, quite quite easily, uh, but uh, also no surprise, Cole and DeGrom were probably uh, the top two uh, pitchers uh, on the board in fantasy uh, coming into the season, and so they're living up uh, to those results. Now, each episode, uh, I give you one player who is rostered in less than 10% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, maybe you need to race to the waiver wire to get them, or you know, just put them on your radar and uh, be ready to pounce. Uh, and so today, we're going to go with Marlins left fielder, Corey Dickerson. Now, his counting stats are a little light. you seven RBIs and 11 runs scored so far. Uh, but he's also hitting 316, has an 843 OPS. Uh, and in his career, like that... The this productive bat is not something new. He's hitting .285 an 824 OPS. He's had three seasons with at least 24 home runs. So you, you should expect Dickerson's power numbers to come around. Uh, and you know, the fact he's hitting 316 is already giving you uh, an advantage there. He's also rostered in just 9% of Yahoo! Leagues. Uh, now let's grab a few injury updates uh, before we get into the Tuesday matchups. Uh, news came down yesterday. Dodgers started Dustin Maney's Tommy John surgery. That's a, that's a big blow. Uh, you know, that's going to take him out, obviously, for all of this season, but probably for a good portion, if not all, of next season, too. Um, you know, I think on, on the low end, you think, oh, it, it can be a year. Uh, but I think a much more reasonable timeline for a lot of these guys coming back from Tommy John is 18 months, uh, at least to get back to, to previous form. Uh, and so 18 months probably runs you uh, right through next season as well. Uh, so that, that's a that's a big loss and, and a tough uh, situation for Dustin May. Uh, the Dodgers are probably going to be able to get by with four starters right now. Uh, Tony Gonsolin uh, can return uh, from the injury list in a couple of weeks and uh, should be able to fill in there just fine. Uh, White Sox, Luis Robert. Uh, we talked about his hip injury. Well, now, uh, the diagnosis on that was not good either. He's got a torn labrum. It's going to keep him out 12 to 16 weeks, uh, which you know, that may end his season. Uh, and, and right now, it looks like Lurie Garcia is going to get regular playing time uh, in center for... Uh, for the White Sox. But they might may, may start shopping around. Uh, see what kind of options are out there. Um, because we're really looking at a big long-term absence there. Uh, Boston third baseman Rafael Devers. Day-to-day with a shoulder injury. Doesn't sound like a big deal. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez can can handle filling in. Like he can f- fill in just about anywhere. Uh, Phillies right fielder Bryce Harper. Day-to-day with a wrist injury. Uh, looks like Brad Miller. Uh, we'll cover for him in, in the short term there. Uh, Cubs. Uh, Nico Horner off to such a great start Uh, when he got called up, uh, is now on the 10-day injured list with a forearm injury. You know, maybe Eric Sogard uh, slides into second there for the Cubs, but uh, that's too bad because Horner was really uh, kind of making his mark uh, since getting called back up. And, you know, all that that momentum can kind of go sideways now. Uh, Chicago center fielder uh, Ian Happ, his day-to-day with a rib injury. Uh, in the short term, Jake Marisnyk uh, probably handles center field for the Cubs. And Cubs starter Jake Arietta is landed on the 10-day injured list with a thumb injury. Uh, Keegan Thompson uh, is uh, going to make uh, the start for the Cubs. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, Arietta uh, got off to a really nice start this year, but uh, got hit hard in his last start. And so, um, you know, Maybe the regression <laughs> was coming anyway, but uh, also uh, dealing with a thumb issue. Uh, Angels third baseman, Anthony Rendon, day-to-day with a knee injury. Uh, maybe Jose Rojas gets uh, time at third base if they if they need, uh, but uh, obviously Rendon's bat is uh, not easy to replace. Uh, Minnesota, I guess, utility, uh, Luis Arias, uh, could be headed to the seven-day injured list with a concussion after a, a collision on Monday. Uh, he's been playing left field mostly, but he can also play second and third. Uh, Jake Cave maybe uh, slides in there. Uh, Mets closer Edwin Diaz day-to-day with a back injury. Uh, if if Diaz can't go, Trevor May probably gets the uh, save opportunities. Uh, and Orioles outfielder DJ Stewart uh, is dealing with a back injury right now. Ryan Mountcastle uh, may have to move off DH and uh, slide into left field uh, in the short term there. Uh, now, let's take a look at some uh, matchups for Tuesday uh, on betonline.ag. Uh, first up, uh like... The, the Phillies favored uh, at home against Milwaukee with Aaron Nolan on the mound, minus 154 uh, against the Brewers and Eric Lauer. Uh, Lauer did have a, a pretty nice start when he was called up, uh, but uh, you know he he also had an ERA over 14 last season, so I don't know re- really how much you want to trust him. Uh, Texas uh, sends Kyle Gibson uh, to the mound, plus 145 at Minnesota, uh, J. A. Happ, uh, and now there's you know two crafty veterans. Uh, and really it's just a matter of uh, the price is a little bit better on uh, on uh, Texas there and Gibson has pitched really well since the first start of the season so uh, getting him at plus 145 is at least worth a look. Uh, Oakland with Cole Irvin uh, on the mound minus 120 at home against Toronto. Uh, Blue Jays are sending Anthony Kay, uh and really uh Irvin is just uh, he's been he's been pretty good uh, in a handful of starts. uh for the A's, uh, solid control, uh, struck out eight his last time out. Um, well worth, uh, paying the kind of that, the small home premium there, uh, for Oakland, uh, and Seattle, uh, with Justin Dunn, uh, on the mound, minus minus one twenty against Baltimore, uh, with Jorge Lopez and Lopez, you know, has an ERA over eight. Uh, and so <laughs> that alone is, uh, ma- makes Seattle an interesting play there. Uh, thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Let's, uh, grab a few DFS value plays, uh, before we get out of here, uh, Washington Nationals uh, Joe Ross is just $6,900 uh, against Atlanta, uh, and as I had mentioned uh, earlier, Ronald Acuna Jr. isn't quite uh, hitting like Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, so if you have a, a little advantage in that in that way, um, maybe worth it. Uh, also, Oakland's Cole Irvin is $7,200 against Toronto. As I mentioned, Irvin has really uh, you know great control uh, and struck out eight his last start, so you know there's some upside there. Uh, And then Kyle Gibson, if if you're going to take Texas and Minnesota, may as well uh, lean on Gibson, who's $7,400 at the Twins. Now, uh, to the position players, Uh, Boston, Kike Hernandez is $4,000 against Detroit. Uh, Tigers have Michael Fulmer on the mound. Hernandez is, is not having a mediocre season, uh, but he's part of a, a productive lineup going against a Tigers team that stinks. That's really what we're playing for here. Uh, Philly's third baseman Alec Baum is $3,700, uh, and Baum is not off to a, a really good start here in the second season, has a 591 OPS, uh, but reasonable matchup here against uh, Eric Lauer uh, for Milwaukee. Uh, Texas shortstop, Isaiah Kiner falefa is $4,500, uh, at Minnesota and Kiner falefa is just, he's become really productive and, and, he's hitting, uh, well enough, uh, that if you combine it with, uh, the home runs and the stolen bases that, uh, you have a pretty, pretty valuable fantasy, uh, contributor now, uh, Seattle right fielder, Mitch Hanager is $3,900 against Baltimore. As I mentioned, Hanegers, you know, in a bit of decline, but he also was on my list of the top 20, um fantasy hitters so far this season. So, you know, decline all you want. $3,900 going against a uh, a weak starting pitcher. Uh, that's worth it. Uh, Milwaukee center fielder, Lorenzo Cain. As we mentioned, back in the lineup. He's $3,000 uh, at Philadelphia and Aaron Nolan. Now that's a, a difficult matchup to be sure. Uh, but at $3,000, if Cain gives you anything, uh, it's worth it. Uh, and then uh, Minnesota. Uh, first baseman outfielder, Alex Kiriloff is $3,200 uh, against Texas and, and Kyle Gibson, as we mentioned. You know, he had the home run streak where you hit four home runs in three games. Uh, and, and then on Monday night had uh, two doubles. Uh, so the man is seeing the ball uh, and and hitting it far. So uh, e- either you can uh, take Gibson to uh, to win those battles uh, or take Kirilov. But either way, there is uh, s- some value to be had. That'll do it for today. Enjoy the games. Check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast 2. Uh, maybe drop in a five-star rating on iTunes. Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.